0: Thank you, Skyler, and hi, everybody. Welcome to the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea. It's brought to you by DeKalb Seed, the seed for every season. 780-6868 is our phone and text number if you have questions or comments for the head coach of the 6-1 and one Winnipeg Blue Bombers coming off their bye week. Mike O'Shea, all hands back on deck today.
1: Everybody present and accounted for and healthy.
0: Yeah, that uh, last word is music to your ears i'm sure
1: yeah you always worry when when guys have time off but uh, you know our guys are very committed to making sure this season keeps going and and they were you know careful and were highly vaccinated so it's all good
0: you say highly vaccinated mike can you give us the the breakdown on that
1: yeah, eighty-eight percent fully, ninety-eight uh, percent with at least one shot. So just waiting for either a second shot or the two weeks to pass post second shot. So we're getting up there.
0: Ninety-eight so percent with at least one. What does that mean you got one or two players who haven't? Well, had... there's
1: more. There's more than just the players and the coaches in Tier One. Oh, okay. So okay. You're talking, the, uh, you know, the whole staffing. situation
0: right so what sort of covid protocols were in place now during this bye week for you guys and anybody who went away mike
1: fully vaccinated could uh leave the province and return without an extended quarantine period um but everybody had to remain in isolation for 48 hours uh, within the province. So everybody had to be back at a certain, inside the province, in the city, basically, um, on a certain date. We had to wait 48 hours in isolation. Uh, we underwent testing, uh, had to clear, make sure all the tests were clear before we could, uh, resume meeting together. So a majority of our players stayed around anyway, stayed yeah. in, 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 in the province anyway.
0: Steve Richardson told us today that he went home to Chicago, but he said he was very careful, and he said the hassle getting back was the worst thing of all. The long waits in the airport and all the testing you have to go through and all the proof you have to show, and he said it was, almost wasn't worth all the trouble.
1: Well, everybody, anybody leaving had to test before they left, test before they came back. Right. Um, it, it was, you know, there was a series of protocols they had to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I could see how it would be arduous, and it wasn't the full usual uh, slate of time they would usually get because of the 48 hours they had to remain in isolation back in the province of Manitoba. So, um, Still, guys went. If they went about their business, I I do believe it was worth it for them. if, If they felt that's what they needed, I think it was important that they got what they needed especially the mental break from the game. They've been going at it hard since training camp. Um, so that's, that's uh, gosh, it's, uh, you know, July 1st or the end of June, really, mm-hmm. when these guys have been, you know, at it working.
0: Yeah, you've always been a big believer in the fact that players need to recharge their batteries and, and recharge their physical and mental well-being.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we're talking about COVID, Mike. Um, I was just talking to somebody, Skylar Peters, here in our newsroom, and I said, I wish we could stop talking about COVID and the protocols, but we can't. And you guys can't either, can you? I mean, you have to maintain your vigilance.
1: We do, and, and their players are. They, they are, <laughs> you know, when I told them that the, the results of the test at the meeting, they all cheered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were they were happy that... We're not in this predicament and and they're going to work hard to maintain this level right where that they're doing the right things for their teammates you know
0: yeah because if you do have somebody at Paris the thought uh, come down it I mean it could be very costly to your efforts to what you're trying to achieve couldn't it
1: well, we do have such a we do have a very high vaccination rate, so I don't know that it would come down to that, but there is that possibility, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about it all year to some degree, but we'll stop talking about it right now. How's that? Perfect. All right. So uh, on the field today, your first practice since the bye week ended, I happened to notice that Janarian Grant, number 80, was out there. Steve Richardson, number 78, was out there. And number 19, Kyrie Wilson, your long lean linebacker, was back out there. Did
1: you notice that, too? Well, I noticed him for sure. He got an interception in practice, so uh, he was noticeable. (laughs) I I think we had, well, we had a pile of guys back practicing. What that means for the roster is yet to be determined, once again, you know, we really have to make sure we're being careful and doing the right things by these players and making sure they're fully healthy and ready to play a game.
0: Yeah. They look pretty good today, though, didn't they? Like you've said before, though, the test comes tomorrow, right, or in the day after.
1: Yeah, to see if they can string a few days together and, and how they make out in the morning, how they wake up, how, they, how their bodies feel when they wake up. I imagine they're going to be all a little sore because they're – no matter how much rehab and how hard – Al and and Braden and his staff, you know, work the guys uh, coming back from injury, being out in the field and changing that direction that many times, and uh, the, the little bit of contact there is, especially on the you know at the line level, it, it is different, right? So we have to see how they feel tomorrow.
0: Steve Richardson was kidding around with us today, us in the media, about his lack of height and how he's only he's five foot ten and three eighths he said that two or three times he said no i'm not five eleven i'm not certainly not six feet he said i'm five ten and three eighths and whenever i've been evaluated in the past he said that comes up and i wish i was an inch and a half taller and it was quite funny listening to him he was only kidding around but he's tall enough for you isn't he (laughs) He
1: (laughs) he's unbelievable i don't know how many people get a chance to get especially this day and age get a chance to get close to him but he is thick and strong and powerful and you know in a lot of guys eyes he's a giant put it that way yeah well
0: he is Uh, those of us who watch practice every day do get the chance to get fairly close to him and i'm not sure doug brown and i talk about this he mentions jerome haywood i'm trying to think of a defensive tackle i've seen in this league over the years who fits the description of Steve Stove, you call him Richardson, in terms of the size of his thighs and his legs. Man, oh man, he's just, uh, he is, well, he's impressive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he is. I've changed his nickname. Have you? Yeah, I I call him Eight Burner. Eight Burner? Yeah, because he ain't just your standard Kenmore four burner coil electric stove. He's, (laughs) you know... (laughs) <laughs> he's he's an industrial viking industrial eight burner gas get all the bells and whistles ready to work
0: <laughs> that's good i like that well he's and he's quite an engaging character you know it's funny i noticed today when we uh first interviewed him when he was a rookie in 2019 it's fairly quiet like a lot of rookies are but he uh he's i think become quite confident and you could mike you could feel in it just talking to him today and listening to him today he's so excited to be back because he got hurt in the first game
1: he, he is very excited and and guys are excited to see him play i mean everybody understands how hard he works and how tough this was on him not playing as it is for a lot of guys uh but stove certainly his personality is as sean true in this last little bit uh He's he's quite a dynamic person when you get to talk to him. He's a lot of fun to have around.
0: Let's take a phone call from Gary before we take our first break of the show. Gary, you're on with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead.
2: Hi, guys. I hope you both enjoyed the bye week and your honey-do lists weren't too long.
0: Mine was very short. How, how about <laughs> yours, Mike?
2: Long and still long. <laughs> I, I'm sure you both watched the Lions-Riders game, and I have... One question for each of you regarding the game. Who wants to go first?
0: Well, you go ahead and ask the question. You you decide, Gary.
2: Okay, Bob. Uh, The Riders tied the game with two seconds left. Then through the fumble, they scored the second touchdown. So that's got to be a record, two seconds. I tried to go on CFL to see what the previous record was. I couldn't find anything. I could find the NFL. that's two seconds with Atlanta. Mm. Falcons was set last year. And the NCAA, they have a three-touchdown record for Duke University in 26 seconds. So I'm wondering who... That that will never be broken,
0: right? I wouldn't think so. Now, I don't know. That's got to be a record, but I don't know for sure. How about you, Mike?
2: Uh, I don't know that fact, yeah. Okay, that's Bob's question. uh. The coach's question is I thought at three oh one when BC intercepted the ball the game was over. But like I think it was Casey Stangle of the Yankees says, It ain't over till it's over. When the Lions had their last possession, Riley ran with the ball and he was about a yard short, but there was a commercial break in there and when they came back they had the ball spotted Two yards from the marker. I understand that you lo- you lose your coach's challenge with three minutes, but I'm. It's not clear to me what authority does that uh, judge or official in the
1: booth have to. What can he review? Well, they can correct a spot for sure. So I mean, it's their it's their job. We've sort of put them. Um, giving them the guidance to, to fix what they can fix. Because I,
2: I've watched every game this year, and I think they've only interceded in one game. I think it was maybe a Hamilton game. That's it. Otherwise, you know, uh, they the doesn't seem like they're involved.
1: I, I don't know. That's my, the I, way I, I see think, it. I would think that every game has had an adjusted spot mm-hmm. in pretty well every game. It's just maybe not noticeable. Because TSN didn't replay the thing in
2: slow-mo like they usually do because they had to the commercial. But The, the, the command center, but center got it they right. When ran the play, it looks like he was within the yard and naturally you would expect the coach to, you know, get the first down and that would kill the game. The command center got
1: it right. That's where yeah. the spot should have been. Okay. It should have been two He's, yards back. Like His knee hit, you, you draw a plumb line from when his knee hits, not where he slid forward.
2: Right. I understand, so,
1: but he's down where his knee hits. But
2: it's they've also got to allow for where the ball was. His knee could be down, say at the 50-yard line. But if he's extended fully out, it's going to be, the yard marker is going to be where the ball is, not where his knee is. Correct? Yeah. You, that once
1: again, well, you drop a plumb line from the ball, yeah. from where his body contacts the turf, and I'll, I would. I would easily support the CFL in their spot, in the correction of that spot. From when I watched it, I absolutely had no problem with that, the respotting of the ball.
0: And Gary, for what it's worth, I'm with Mike on that. I remember the play very clearly, and I thought that uh, they had given Riley way too much forward advancement. And then when they came back, as you said, from commercial, they moved the ball back. So I think they got it right. And it was obviously a crucial point in the game where getting it right mattered, mattered a lot.
2: Well, sure, sure it did. Yeah. Well, good luck to you when you play the Lions. Hopefully, uh, uh, Lucky will, will be as lucky as he performed in the uh, weekend game and fumbled twice to you. And you score two touchdowns instead of the Riders.
0: Hey, Gary, always good to hear from you. Thanks.
2: Okay. And Bob, you're the GOAT. Remember that.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Gary. All right, 780-6868 It's the Coaches Show with Michael Shea, and We'll come back in just a minute.
3: Get on the road with Trimac. They're hosting a hiring event September 28th and 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Trimac Terminal on 955 Mashano Street. Trimac is hiring Class 1 drivers and owner-operators, mechanics, and laborers. Make sure you're at the Trimac Terminal on September 28th and 29th for their hiring event. For more, call eight six six four 4 trimac That's 866-4-T-R-I-M-A-C or head to trimacjobs.com.
4: The upcoming cold weather is unavoidable. But a furnace breakdown is definitely avoidable when you call Reliance Superior. Right now, you can save big on a new furnace during the Reliance Superior early bird sale. For a limited time, get 25% off our featured furnace. It's the perfect way to save and help ensure your home is ready for winter. So if you're looking to avoid a breakdown and get a great furnace deal, conditions apply. Savings off a regular price. See website for details.
5: In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my third season, we had perfect growing conditions. In my 10th season,
6: the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine. After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
4: Buildings, it's
7: what they do best. For over 40 years, Olympic Buildings has been helping your business grow, store your equipment and toys, and give you a comfortable place to work. Whether you need a new shop, commercial or ag building, storage facility, or even a home for your growing business, Olympic is the cost-effective solution to your building needs. Take a virtual tour of their completed projects online at olympic-buildings.ca. And then, build with confidence. No matter what's
0: happening in the world, love cannot be canceled. Love will always overcome. It brings couples closer together. I'm Joe Namath from Namath Diamonds. There's no better way to show your love than getting her an engagement ring you know she'll adore. Namath Diamonds is now happy to serve you in person by appointment. Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make your appointment at namathdiamonds.com.
5: Experience the difference great people make at Transolutions Truck Centers, Manitoba's largest independent heavy truck dealership with four locations, plus a new Steinbach location coming soon. Carrying North America's premier heavy truck and school bus brands, Freightliner, Western Star, and Thomas Built buses, and with a massive parts inventory to serve your needs seven days a week. Independently owned and operated since 1991, Transolutions Truck Centers will help you experience service the way it's meant to be. For more, head to tstruck.ca. Here's a sound you may recognize. It's something you can hear thousands of times a day all around the province. Manitobans putting empty beverage containers into a recycling bin. What it represents is an action that diverts waste and extends the life cycle of containers. So those materials can keep coming back in new forms. And for your efforts, Recycle Everywhere is giving back to Manitobans through our new app. And programs that keep our province clean. So download the app, drop in your containers, and help close the loop. Recycle Everywhere want to be certain your reno goes right start with pro materials with Certainteed drywall in fire resistant water resistant super durable or soundproof and top quality insulation ceiling systems premium shingles and siding do it right with professional grade building materials from Certainteed. pro all the way
3: 680 CJOB weather brought to you by Santa Lucia Pizza bring home the best, get it delivered or pick it up today order online at santaluciapizza.com clear tonight, the wind is going to diminish as we get later into the evening, low of 13 tomorrow should be sunny big high of 29 Wednesday, mix of sun and cloud with a high of 25 and Thursday, mix of sun and cloud with a high of 23 right now it's 22 outside 680 CJOB The
7: Bombers Coaches Show on 680-CJOB. And the show's brought to you
0: by DeKalb Seed, the seed for every season. Lots of text questions for Mike O'Shea. We'll get to try to get to them as quickly as we can. Hey, Mike, did you get the opportunity to take in the Bison game and the amazing defensive touchdown that sealed the win for the Bisons against the Regina Rams?
1: I did see the second half, so I saw that touchdown. It was excellent.
0: Big win for the Bisons, but they lost their quarterback, so it was a kind of mixed blessing for they
1: them. They did. I heard they might have lost him for the year. I'm not sure on that, but yeah. that's what I heard. I, and I was trying to watch our draft pick, Kyle Borsa, so uh-huh. uh, to see what he could do. How did he do, by the way? Uh... They were passing the ball a lot in that second half on the on the zone read, so he got a couple catches and a couple carries, but for the most part, he was in in protection.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, here's a question. When can we expect Naaman Roosevelt in the lineup?
1: Not sure. Well, you know, he's, he's here, he's healthy, he's practicing, he's, you know, working like everybody else, and... Right now, you know, I would say at receiver, we're looking pretty decent. So we'll uh, try and keep that rolling.
0: Yeah, I think it's, you know, the, there's a lot of the fans out there who are aware of Roosevelt's past and what a good player he's been. And I, I guess a lot of them assume, Mike, it's just a matter of time till he plays. But when you're going well and your receivers, as you say, are playing well, it's tough to fit a guy in, isn't it? It,
1: it is. It is. And Naaman Roosevelt, everybody knows Naaman Roosevelt's a good football player. So uh, it, it, I'm sure it's not easy on him, And but I'm sure he's also, I know he's a pro and I know he gets it.
0: Here's a five-word text, and you knew this would come up. Who's our kicker on Friday?
1: Pauly Mortada.
0: And Mark Leggio, I presume, punting.
1: Yeah, you said kicker, so... yeah. Uh, answering the kicker
0: question okay uh so we in the media talked to ali mortada today and uh he said he he felt that the ball came off his foot very well in that edmonton game where he missed some field goals i know you talk to him a lot mike about that what does he mean when he says that what exactly does he mean in your view
1: well they were very clean kicks the ball flight was very consistent uh a lot of pop off the off his foot um, the, the main thing I would say is if you if you look at the way the ball flew in the air it was it was the same each kick very consistent I'm not talking about the placement I'm talking about the way the, the ball flies through the air so the pop the spin of the ball uh, the tra- trajectory angles all that stuff it's it's all very consistent so he you know he I I am very pleased with that, that he's consistent. I think he's, you know, he had to do a little work on some hash mark angle stuff, a little work with the holder, but um, he, he's, he's very confident and, and I like that fact.
0: And he said he stayed here during the bye and just practiced kicking. So he's got the right approach in terms of, you know, trying to hone his craft.
1: No doubt. He's <laughs> obviously, he didn't want to miss those kicks. He uh, certainly wanna, wants to be a reason why uh, this team wins. He wants to do his part, and I feel quite comfortable putting him out there to to, to try those kicks again. Seven eight zero
0: six eight six eight. It's the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea, and we'll be back after a break for news and
4: sports.
7: Manuk. Manuk Denture Clinic knows the importance of a smile. Satisfied clients continue to recommend friends and family. Whether you want to reclaim your smile or just want to bite an apple again, contact Manuk Denture Clinic, making people smile for over 40 years. Visit ManoukDenture.com. Manuke, Manouk, Winnipeg Dodge introduces Willie Jefferson. Uh, John. What's up, Jason?
5: What's going on here? First, Hallibuck now jefferson you trying to send me a message or something no 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 willie's just fresh young talent he's here to keep you on your toes what was
7: it something i did was it the coffee gag the hugging no let's give it a chance and see what happens all right winnipeg dodge in the point west auto mall where the
8: buying experience is just as enjoyable as the drive
9: Welcome to Building a Garage 101. The company you choose should visit your site, go over placement and approach, then check with the city about size, placement and variances. And finally, provide
3: a free detailed estimate. Excuse me, just call JML Roofing and Renovations. They've been doing all of that for over 20 years. And JML doesn't just build a garage, they build your garage jml works with you and your needs you deserve the best Call jml roofing and renovations and get your garage built 668 1861
5: cheering on the home team that's a winnipeg tradition just like ijl They've been helping Winnipeg couples find the perfect wedding and engagement rings for more than 80 years and have the perfect ring for you right now. Come visit them today at 493 Notre Dame Avenue or browse and shop anytime online at IJL.ca. IJL, Winnipeg's luxury jewelry store since 1937. Rush on down to Canada West Boots Factory Outlet. They are overflowing with Canada West and Brahma Boots. You'll find over a 1,000 pairs in stock of locally made boots, all handcrafted in Winnipeg by over 40 skilled shoemakers. This month, help them give cancer the boot. $5 from every pair of Canada West or Brahma boots sold in September goes to Motorcycle Ride for Dad. See CanadaWestBoots.com for an online catalog or shop in person at 1255 Street, where Canada West boots are handmade since 1978.
9: Hi, I'm James Bedford, president of the Manitoba Teachers Society. In opposing Bill 64, Manitobans made it clear they want a strong public education system, one that gives all students a chance to succeed. It's time now to focus on things like curriculum, class size, student services, and child poverty. And there's so much you can add to the conversation. Want to know more? Visit educationmattersmb.ca. A
1: message from Manitoba Teachers.
7: You're listening to 680 CJOB, Winnipeg's radio station for 75 years.
9: Global News at 730, I'm Kevin Hirschfield. Manitoba's next premier will be a woman no matter the outcome of the PC leadership race. But as Global News reporter Marnie Blunt explains, there's still a long way to go when it comes to gender equality in politics. Two women running for the top spot at the Manitoba legislature, former MP Shelley Glover and MLA Heather Stephenson. Melanie Thomas, an associate professor of political studies at the University of Calgary, says women are chronically underrepresented in politics, and it's rare to see a female premier come out of a general election. They are way more likely to become premier through one of these internal party leadership processes than they are to be made premier first through a general election. Currently, about a quarter of the province's MLAs are women, with similar numbers reflected at both City Hall and in the House of Commons. Barney Blunt, Global News. An Indigenous activist is greeting the first National Day of Truth and Reconciliation with mixed feelings. Michael Redhead-Champagne tells 680 CJOB, it's great to see the federal government officially recognize the day on September 30th, However, since it's considered a holiday and schools won't be in session, Champagne is worried that we're missing out on a chance to educate
7: students. Many students being gathered in one space as a prime opportunity for us to share um, some of those experiences that Indian residential school survivors have had. And it's a great opportunity for education. It's a great opportunity for shared action. And I'm nervous now that um, folks aren't, aren't going to be in schools.
9: Champagne doesn't want it to be seen as just another day off, so he's encouraging non-Indigenous people to get educated about residential schools and follow the calls to action in the reports by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. News on the hour, on the half, and when it breaks, on 680 CJOB.
5: In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my
9: 3rd season, we
10: had perfect growing conditions.
5: In my 10th season, the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine.
6: After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
7: Need something to smile about? Dane Denture Clinic proudly serves Beaucheser and surrounding areas, including Lactobani, Pinawa, and Pine Falls. Offering complete denture services to eastern Manitoba since 1977. Visit danedenture.com or call 204-268-3488. 680 CJOB. Weather.
10: Clear tonight, wind dying down. We'll get down to a low of 13 degrees. Sunny and hot again on Tuesday, high of 29. Could feel like 32 with the humidity. Clear as well at night with a low of 17. Mix of sun and cloud on our Wednesday, a high of 25. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud and a high of 23. Right now, still 22 degrees at 680 CJOB.
7: This is the 680 CJOB Sports Show with Christian O'Mel.
10: Christian's got the night off. Skylar Peters in for you. Quick check at the Boston Pizza Sports Desk. A few preseason NHL games are underway. Montreal up 4-1 on the Maple Leafs. Late in the second period, the Habs have three power play goals, two off the stick of Josh Anderson. And the Maple Leafs got their own goal on a Canadian's power play, a shorty by Justin Hall. one nothing Blue Jackets, Yegor Chynikov with the goal for Columbus. In that one, Stars and Blues just getting underway later on tonight. Kings and Coyotes, Canucks and Flames. In the MLB, one game worth noting. That one starts at 10 o'clock. Athletics and Mariners, it's got AL wildcard implications. Something Blue Jays fans will have to keep an eye on. And on Monday night, football... A touchdown for Ezekiel Elliott, and the Eagles actually just scored a touchdown as well. I don't know who it is, but it's 7-7 so far at the AT&T Stadium. Now back to the Coach's Show with Bob Irving and Coach O'Shea.
0: Thank you, Skyler. 780 The show is brought to you by DeKalb Seed, the seed for every season. Our next text question is from Andy. Mike, he says, with non-contact practices, how does the defense work on their tackling or the offense work on breaking tackles?
1: Well, our defense runs uh, tackling drills every week. Uh, They use uh, wheels, bags, uh, each other in in a form tackling kind of circuit, whatever. They do all that stuff. Um, and then our pursuit to the football is really what's uh, probably most important. And then when we do that in practice, then obviously the the offense has to react to our proximity and make a move. Um, we We do spend more time trying to take away the football than than just tackling. so, uh, it serves two purposes, obviously. We, we get the takeaway, but it all obviously conditions our offense to hang on to the ball and promotes great ball security.
0: You've been happy with your tackling this year, Mike?
1: It's definitely improved. Uh, I do think every team around the league was um, wanting <laughs> better tackling, and, and we were no different. So early on, I do think we, we could have tackled better. Um but I also do believe that the way we run training camp and and, and how the CBA is set up, uh, we did fairly well for the layoff that we had and for, you know, how you have to practice these days. So mm. uh, I'm certainly not going to complain about it. I just know that everybody wanted to tackle better, uh, us included.
0: You know, that touchdown run by Nick Dembski in the first quarter of the game in Edmonton, uh, I know the Elks felt that their tackling wasn't very good on that, and I, uh, there's an argument to be made for that, I'm sure. But uh, it's a pretty nifty running by Dembski in there, too.
1: Yeah, it was one hell of a run. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, it really was. And they were trying, a couple of their guys tried to rip the ball out, I think, rather than tackle him, which sometimes it must be tempting for defensive players. Mike, you've been there to go after the ball. But uh, I don't know. Would your advice be to a player, look, make the tackle first, or If you think you can rip the ball out, rip the ball out.
1: Well, the the deal is this. First guy in secures the tackle. Second guy in rips for the football. Obviously, when they're that tight to the goal line, if you can strip the ball and create a takeaway, you're taking points off the board, Mm -hmm. which is very important. You get a a pretty big boost for your team if you can do that. Uh, I I do think besides Nick's balance and, and strength and leg drive, there was some fantastic blocking too. Guys kept working, receivers kept working for them, O kept working for them. It was uh, it was terrific all around. You don't score like that all by yourself. So um, it was a it was a huge effort by everybody on the field to to help that run along.
0: Andy had one more question in his text, and he says, any trade discussions with Ottawa? No. Okay, here's one from Michael in San Antonio. Hi, Coach. What was the league's rationale for reducing the number of designated quarterbacks from three to two, and if Calaris and McGuire couldn't finish a game, who would go in as quarterback?
1: Drew Brown. Oh, you mean in the in-game? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh,
0: Why did the league... uh, You can dress three, can't you, if you want? Explain all that.
1: Yeah, you, you can. I'm not sure their designation... Uh, as they dress as the third. He's got to be but something other
0: he, than a quarterback, doesn't he?
1: If you wanted to, you could dress a third. Yeah. Um, there, The impetus behind dressing two, only dressing two, I don't know that. I'm, I'm not privy to those conversations necessarily.
0: <laughs> so. Do you think it's a bad idea?
1: Uh, I haven't given it that much thought.
0: Okay.
1: You know, when it rears its ugly head like it did for Ottawa, then obviously everybody says, but until that point, nobody said it was a bad idea. I don't remember anybody saying it's a bad idea, you know?
0: Well, and over the years in both the NFL and the CFL, it's been pretty rare for a team to lose two quarterbacks in a game. Rarely happens. But if it does, it creates a a bit of a dilemma. Okay, so who goes in if you're down to your number third?
1: We're down, if we're down, we have two dressed and we're down that far. Oh, boy, I don't like to think about that. Uh no, I know. Uh, you're <laughs> Andrew, Darvin, yeah. Nick Dembski, they can all be successful running plays. Uh,
0: back to the kicker. This is from Bob. Did not the Bombers score both third-quarter touchdowns on the possessions following the misses? Um, I'm trying to recall.
1: Well, when when Evanton ran them out, we stopped them pretty tight. Yeah. So deep in their end, I'm trying to think whether we forced them to punt both times. I'm sure one of them we did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd have to I'd have to look, but it's uh that's a little foggy.
0: I think one of them was the fumble uh, that Adam Big picked up when you yes. when you pinned them down. One,
1: one of them would have been that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the other one might have been. The other one might have been the interception, possibly. Um, I can get back to you on that. Yeah. You want to get back to you on that?
0: Uh, Well, I I don't know if Bob would consider that a make or break question or not. But, yeah, you can get back to us. Um, So, uh, Michael asked a question about Ottawa, any trade talks. There's a, a discrepancy in the schedule this year, Mike, where... B.C. and Edmonton play Ottawa twice each. You play them nuns each. Nuns. <laughs> nuns. I, I invented that word. Uh, I suppose you could be screaming about that, but you're not about to, or are you?
1: No, I'm not. <laughs> it's, the schedule is as uh, the schedule is. That's fine, whatever. It's not fair, though. Uh, fair, fair doesn't mean equal.
0: No, but it should be balanced. Every year in the CFL, you play the same number of teams, basically the same number of times, with the odd exception in the East and West, so you can get the 18 games in. But this one just is, and I know it's COVID and it's all the rest of it, but it's really a wacky schedule, Mike.
1: Uh, You know, I'm I'm sure the schedule maker would take umbrage to that statement.
0: Well, he'd have a hard time defending it. He'd take umbrage, but... I, anyway, let's leave that there. Here's what I oh, want Hey,
1: Bob, I got one for you. Yes. Okay, yeah. We missed the field goal. Two plays later, they ran it out uh, to the nine. Yeah. Uh, a good tackle by Kevin Brown. Uh, two plays later, uh, D. Alford picks off the ball for a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Adam Big Hill. same thing. They run it out to the three... Or they run it out a little further, but there's a penalty. They, I think they illegally block Willie or something, hold mm-hmm. Willie. And, yeah, holding penalty on, on, I think it was Willie. And then, uh, so there, start from the three, uh, sack, force fumble by Willie. Uh, yeah, sack by Jackson, I guess. Force fumble. no, uh, sack by Willie. Force fumble big hill recovers for a touchdown so yes both missed field goals resulted in 14 points yeah two of the two of the three missed field goals resulted in 14 points
0: so would your advice be to your returners let's say uh, on friday night bc tries a 40-yard field goal and they miss it and it's caught 15 yards in the end zone do you leave it to the returner's discretion or do you say to them before the kick look if he misses, give up the single. We want the ball in the 35-yard line.
1: Well, the game situation and the score, the you know the, the spot of the kick, those would all come into play in the decision making. And then after that, I, I'm not going to tell you what I what I really believe. So. Why? Because it's some sense game planning. Somebody could be listening.
0: I want. <laughs> Everybody out there wants to know what you really believe, Mike O'Shea. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I do. Uh, Here's what I do. When I'm on the one-yard line, the other team's one-yard line, I will never line up in shotgun. How about you, Mike O'Shea? (laughs) 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 Who did that? (laughs) Oh, let's not go down that route. You and I have talked about that. I have to tell the listeners, Mike and I have had this discussion before. And I just, look, I understand... You know, there's all sorts of circumstances that dictate what coaches do, and there's pressure, and and there's people coming at them from all areas. But if you're on the one-yard line and you line up in shotgun and then hand the ball off to somebody five yards behind the line of scrimmage, I fail to see the logic in that, Michael Shade. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Uh, well, you, you know show. I agree with you. And you know that when you told me as a young, co- young head coach, you said, Mike, don't ever do this. Yeah. I have since not done that. <laughs> I did
0: because... say that to in jest. I said that. <laughs> but I meant it. All right, we'll take our last break. 780 Any questions or phone calls, text for Mike O'Shea? He's here to talk to you on the Coaches
4: Show with Mike O'Shea on 680-CJOB. The upcoming cold weather is unavoidable. But a furnace breakdown is definitely avoidable when you call Reliance Superior. Right now, you can save big on a new furnace during the Reliance Superior early bird sale. For a limited time, get 25% off our featured furnace. It's the perfect way to save and help ensure your home is ready for winter. So if you're looking to avoid a breakdown and get a great furnace deal... Conditions apply. Savings off a regular price. See website for details. It's team two of the preseason
7: for the Winnipeg Jets. But in addition to competing for their jobs, some of the visitors from Edmonton might have revenge on their minds as well. A few of the veteran Oilers have probably not forgotten about being swept by Winnipeg in the first round of the playoffs just four short months ago. Hi everybody, this is Paul Edmonds and Wednesday night the audition process continues for Jet Hopefuls in the first of back-to-back exhibition games against Edmonton. The pregame show from Canada Life Center begins at 5 p.m. Then it's the play-by-play with Jamie Thomas and me at 7 p.m.
5: Winnipeg Jets hockey on CJOB. In my 12th season, the rain just never stopped. But in my
10: 3rd season, we had perfect growing conditions.
5: In my 10th season,
6: the trucks couldn't keep up to the combine. After all that hard work in my 40th season, it's nice to see full bins. No matter how long you've been farming, the one season that matters most is your next. So choose the seed that puts in as much work as you do. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
8: Kevin here from CG Open Road with our official spokesperson Adam Bighill. What do you want to talk about? Football being back, winning championships. How about that lovely Steinbach? Why Steinbach? Because it's home to CG Open Road's new location.
1: CG Open Road is great. My vehicle is from them, and they treated me like a champion. A great.
8: Oh, let's keep that a boat. Steinbach, Adam.
1: For CF Moto, Forest River, Gulfstream, Beta Bikes, Argo, and so much more, visit CG Open Road in Winnipeg and Steinbach. Visit
5: OpenRoadOutlet.ca.
9: Recycle smart, no plastic bags in the cart. Plastic
1: bags ruin your recycling efforts, increase costs, and end up in the landfill.
9: Never put plastic bags, whether they're empty or full into your recycling. Simply toss your recyclables loosely into your cart. If you collect your recyclables in a plastic bag, empty the contents into the cart. You can reuse your plastic bags or
7: return them to a participating retailer. For more information, visit winnipeg.ca slash recycling or contact 311.
10: Hey, Manitoba, this is the
1: new sound of winning. Sure, it's just an empty beverage container going into a recycling bin, but with the new Recycle Everywhere app that's rewarding Manitobans, it could mean cash and prizes for you. There are daily prizes of $100 and two $25,000 jackpots, plus $1,000 weekly and $5,000 monthly prizes to be won. So download the app, keep up the good work, and you can start winning today with Recycle Everywhere.
5: Do-it-yourselfers, contractors, it's time. Time to finally start that project with Olympic Building Center. Time to get the materials you need at Olympic, where they have plenty of inventory and great prices. That fence
9: you've been planning,
5: that deck you've been dreaming of, that garage you need, whatever your next project is, the time is now. So go local, grow local at the award-winning Olympic Building Center. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with pro materials with CertainTeed drywall. In fire-resistant, water-resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top-quality insulation, ceiling systems, premium shingles, and siding. Do it right with professional-grade building materials from CertainTeed. Pro all the way. 680 CJOB weather
3: it's brought to you by your Westman Athletics get new schedules and tickets for your favorite sports at westman.ca clear tonight winds a diminishing later in the evening with a low of 13 tomorrow should be sunny with a high of 29 Wednesday mix of sun and cloud high of 25 and Thursday mix of sun and cloud with a high of 23 right now it's 22 outside 680 CJOB
7: The Bombers Coaches Show on 680-CJOB.
0: And we're back with the final segment at 780-6868. The Bombers are in Vancouver on Friday night. A big game against the 4-3 BC Lions tomorrow night. uh, The week begins with Ottawa home to Edmonton. And then on Saturday, we have uh, Montreal at Hamilton and Saskatchewan at Calgary. A couple of... Very intriguing matchups there. Mike O'Shea, one of the things that uh, Nick Taylor told us today was during the bye, he went up to Pinawa. And uh, he stayed in a cabin for a few days, spent some time boating, and said he had a ball up there. And it kind of reminded me of a story Doug Brown has told me before where when he first spent a year or two here in Winnipeg. And he discovered the white shell and had no idea uh, of the beautiful lakes and the hunting and fishing possibilities that were in this province, and it it, it kind of makes me feel good when I hear a guy like Nick Taylor tell a story like that. He's sort of discovering Manitoba. You must uh, uh, like to hear that that stuff too, eh?
1: I do, and I I have told anybody that'll listen that, you know, if you're passing through Winnipeg, you you certainly don't get a sense of of what it's all about in the city, and if you stay for more than a a few days and you have the right tour guide, you really get to explore it and find out uh, how great a city this is. And then you don't have to travel very far to find some fantastic places, the beaches to the north, the White Shell back to the east, uh, Ridey Mountain, Clear Lake, you know, there's uh, some some fantastic places to go. And we've been fortunate, uh, you know, as a family to have some good friends that have invited us around to various places and it's, it's absolutely terrific so
0: okay back to football now your team has given up 98 points in seven games 68 of those in the first half 24 in the third quarter and six you've given up six points in seven fourth quarters this season to what do you attribute that mike uh slow start (laughs) <laughs> no, no. These are points you've allowed.
1: I know. A okay. Slow start. We're we're obviously we're letting too many points happen in the first. Little bit, oh oh so.
0: Okay, I have got you now. No, but that's amazing to give up six points in seven fourth quarters.
1: Yeah, I was I was I was kidding. Obviously, I know you our, were. Our defense has, has played just terrifically. Uh, why does that happen in the fourth? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I I think um they certainly i i would say this is the defense isn't comfortable giving up points in any quarter you know so but they do obviously there is um i wouldn't say there's a heightened effort by any means because these guys are working hard the entire game you just understand that you you know you can't allow points in the fourth quarter you know when you've certainly got a lead and maybe that's it you know some games we've had a, a lead and teams have to sort of change a little bit of what they're doing or play catch up a little bit and maybe it changes the the play calling so uh and helps it, you know gets to our advantage where our, our defensive line can pin their ears back and get after it a little bit better
0: what, what about the platooning because you rotate defensive linemen you rotate your linebackers does is, is it possible you're fresher in the fourth quarter
1: it might be. They certainly they run hard in practice, so the guys are all in shape, and they, they all believe in each other. They all understand that if you're, you know, you're dressed and available, that you can help us win football games. So, uh, I do like that that mentality from from our group for sure.
0: And so, back to the three players we talked about earlier: Steve Richardson, Kyrie Wilson, Janarian Grant, all of whom uh, figured to be in your lineup. If they were healthy when the season began, does this are, are these tough choices for you, Mike O'Shea? If these guys are healthy and ready to go, and you feel that they need to be playing, uh, then three guys have to step aside.
1: Well, uh, we're not there yet.
0: No, but if you if you do
1: get there, oh, I, I wouldn't say that just yet. Um, but as a as a generality. N- you know anytime you're moving the roster around you're dealing with people that you know have have put a lot of blood sweat and tears into making it this far and um you you know it's these are always tough decisions um sometimes it may seem simple from a roster standpoint uh, but it's never easy when you're dealing with people never yeah
0: Randy, you're on the coaching show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Randy. Yeah, I got a couple of questions.
1: One's about, about the clock, how
8: you feel about the clock. Like it runs on a convert, uh, the clock runs, but in the last three minutes it doesn't. What's the logic in that?
2: Well, geez. <laughs> it's,
8: it's good. And then the other one is after the three minute warning, usually you would think the clock would stop. But it doesn't. When it comes back in play, you got to be ready to snap the ball that you guys are because the clock runs after the three-minute warning. It doesn't
1: stop, right? It, it does. It depends on the end of the play. Yeah. So no, it, really, it really doesn't because
8: I've seen guys go out of bounds with 2.57. They take the three-minute warning. They come back, and the clock starts.
1: Right. It does It does on that play because yeah. it's on the first play back from the three-minute warning, it depended it, – uh, you can run the full 20 seconds off the clock. Yeah,
8: yeah. I'm wondering why it doesn't stop. You know, you just come back with a three-minute warning and it stops until the ball is snapped. Wouldn't that make more sense than having the clock run right after you come back out of the three-minute warning?
0: Who said things have to make sense right
1: now? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, I, I like the way the clock works. Okay, okay. Everybody understands how yeah, the clock yeah, yeah. works. Changing it now, I don't yeah. know, would be okay. beneficial yeah. to anybody. With regards to the convert, I'm sure there's a really technical answer to that.
8: Yeah, I'm going to say because it's the last three minutes and the clock stops, that's probably why it doesn't run on the conference. Well, that,
1: that's that's yeah. why, but there's yeah. probably a more in-depth technical answer as to why whether that's considered a play or not. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it yeah. does yeah. it does run other than that, and once again, I think those are important things for the players to understand you know in terms of their football iq so they they get the game situation and and how to how to work the clock i mean the last three minutes of the cfl game are are fantastic compared to other leagues absolutely you know in terms of the amount of scoring that can happen and the amount of plays that get off in those in in those last three minutes and those are things that you really have to prepare for and work on all through training camp and you really rely on you know with our offense you rely on a veteran presence uh and your and your quarterback you know your tailback your receivers to really understand how how to manage the game in that in that last little bit
8: right and you, and you guys are the best at it, no doubt you guys are ready in the last three minutes when you have the ball okay. well, last, last question for bob and you should sunny way be in the hall of fame
0: no i don't think he should
8: uh, can you name the three players that have won three mvps in the Grey cup
0: yeah, but it's based on a, a a larger body of work than that, and that's just my opinion. Okay, I don't know yeah. if Mike wants to share his or not.
1: Uh, I'll I'll defer to
8: you, Bob. <laughs> well, then is Eli Manning getting in the Hall of Fame for the NFL?
0: That's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure he qualifies. He's close though. He's okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks. thanks a lot, Bob. That's subjective. All right. Thanks, Randy. Mike, uh, we'll let, let you go on this note. What are you up against on Friday in Vancouver?
1: Very good football team. Very good football team. You know, it's uh, Mike Riley, uh, Coach Campbell, Lucky, Brian Burnham, a defense that's had an interception every game they played. They lead the league in interceptions. They take the ball away. Uh, They're they're tough. It's brought to
0: you by DeKalb Seed, the seed for every season. It's the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea on 680 CJOB.